Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at fantasyfootballprofit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. What? Uh, Jeff, I'm screwing up the intro for me, everyone. All right. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit. I'm not, I'm not editing that. I'm Craig Phillips. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips. Joined, as always, by... Jeff Torrey, the person who is displaying a trophy in my face as the podcast starts. So if you're watching on YouTube, you get to see what he did to me to screw up our intro, Are which I'm not going to. about this trophy? Yeah, that trophy. The one that has my name on it five times. But not last year. But not last year. Uh, Jeff, how do you feel about screwing up the intro to that podcast? I feel pretty good about it. I'm feeling, I'm feeling pretty good. All right. We'll see how you feel about this episode. We're going to go over... Players we love. So I'm sure you, I mean, this should be a good one because these are players you love, right? We love them. So this episode, we do this every year. And on Instagram throughout the year, we put different lists like this of players we love. Instagram, Fantasy Football Profit, little plug there. Go check us out. But the players we love, it can be, it can be whatever we want it to be. That's the beauty of the players we love list. We're not tied to the breakout list or the sleeper list or the whatever list. It's, if I want to put Christian McCaffrey on this list, I can put Christian McCaffrey on this list. Probably didn't put Christian McCaffrey on this list because that's an obvious one, but I could if I wanted to, right? Yeah. I mean, a lot of times it ends up being we love the guys because of the value they might have or different reasons. I mean, it can be that. So we'll see how – I don't know what Jeff's list is. He doesn't know what mine is. So we'll go through that, and I guess we'll see, I mean, how it end up playing out, what kind of players we put on there. So let's just jump into this thing, Jeff. Let's go. We have five each. Let's go to five. Five to one. Start them out with number five. Number five. I, you're, you're about to find out. I feel like this is a strange list compared to last year. Yeah. Um, I am dominated by one particular uh, position, but number five, I am not. I went rogue. I went with a QB, actually, oh, which yeah. I never thought I would love a QB. Obviously, I love Lamar. I love Mahomes, but there's nothing else to say about them. They're great Wonderful, but mm-hmm. you have to take him really early. The person I'm falling in love with all over again is that sensual Aaron Rodgers. Really? Aaron Rodgers, huh? Yeah. So Green Bay, um, look, he kind of fell off. It, he, I shouldn't say fell off. He fell off in people's eyes, in minds. They're kind of like, okay, they're a run-heavy team, which they are. Uh, he didn't throw as many touchdowns, which he didn't. Um, even his yardage maybe was down a bit. But he still put up good numbers. He finished as, depending on, you know, how your point, you know, he still was in the top 10 of QBs. Last year, I believe he finished 10th. Uh, ESPN, he might have finished 9th. I'm not exactly sure. Um, And right now he is, his, you know, QB ranking is at number 13. So people even expect it to get worse. ADP, I believe he was 77th. And that was from uh, Fantasy Pros. So, you know, it's relatively accurate. I believe that was a 12-team league, though. So if you were in a 10-team league, say, you know, you're getting him at almost round eight. And I think that actually might continue to slip because people like Drew Brees and Matt Ryan are actually behind him right now. And I have a feeling that as we get closer to the year, you're going to be thinking about like Alvin Kamara. You're going to be thinking about Michael Thomas. You're going to be thinking about why would I, wouldn't I like Brees more? And so saying all of that, that's kind of like – the mass psychology behind it, I guess, because of why people are looking at him this way. But just look at his stats from last year. He still was over 60% completion rating. 
Um, they were 13-3, and three, so obviously they did run. They had a pretty good defense. They didn't have to throw as much. And he still went over 4,000 yards, 26 touchdowns, only four interceptions. Uh, the interceptions usually doesn't come into play a whole lot, but, uh, you know, Scott Fishbowl was actually, they upped the uh, amount of points you lost per interception. So that does come into play. So if you have different rules, obviously take that into account. Um, and the thing I love about this is I really think that he can, you know, quote, unquote, bounce back. I think that the amount of times they ran the ball in with Aaron Jones, uh, as a team, they had 18 rushing touchdowns. That Look, that is a lot of rushing touchdowns. They were in the top 10, and you're kind of like, oh, yeah, top 10, you know, that could go better. But you're talking about teams like the number one team in the NFL rushing touchdowns who had three really good running backs was the 49ers, and they had 23. You also had teams like the Panthers who had Christian McCaffrey, right? The Dallas Cowboys who have Zeke tied them with 18. So that is a lot of rushing touchdowns. At the same time, he did not have Devontae Adams for a large chunk of the season, which was really his only person he could throw it to. That is the one thing Mm -hmm. I do have to say that you could throw in my face. I would say, okay, I agree with you. They will have Devontae Adams, which should help him a whole lot, but he doesn't really have another, they didn't add any depth to that wide receiving crew. I'm hoping Alan Lazard steps up. We think he, you know, at least will take one step. Um, But if he turns out to be, you know, better than we think, that can only add ammunition to Aaron Rodgers, um, who, let's look at this too. How many times has this guy outperformed what we always thought he was going to do? Okay, so even last year, according to profootballreference.com, um, he finished as the ninth overall quarterback. The year before that, sixth. Um, and I'm only going to read off the year before that, he missed half a season. I'm not going to read that one. Then he was first, seventh, first. He only played nine games. And then second, first, second, first, second. I mean, the guy has been a monster. He has never finished outside the top 10 if he's played a full season or 15 games or more, which, you know, two of those seasons he did get a major injury, but that's a long career. So in saying all of this, um, and look, 2018, I think this is a very good place to kind of put it, right? He was sixth. He was like a stone throw away from being a top five quarterback, and his numbers were not all that far off from it, what he yeah, did last year. And not yes, too different. And he didn't have, he wasn't competing against, uh, you know, Lamar and Mahomes was just coming into the league and those guys will be above him. But this guy is going to be a steal at possibly the end of the seventh or eighth round um, compared to taking a shot at, say, Deshaun Watson, who doesn't have Hopkins anymore, or say a Dak Prescott who, you know, maybe they maybe he doesn't rush as many in, or maybe he's not quite as consistent as he was last year, which he did amazing. Like, you can really kind of bank on Aaron Rodgers to be a good quarterback and get him late, and that's why I'm falling in love with him. So, because if I'm not going Lamar, I'm not going Mahomes. I don't want to. I don't want to spend a mid-tier round pick on a quarterback yeah. when I can get someone so good uh, in a different position. I mean, he's consensus thirteen now. That's pretty low. I mean, this is the beauty of it. There's no risk. I love no risk at yeah. quarterback. If you listen, yeah, listen to any of the other episodes, I talk about quarterbacks and. I love the no risk aspect of it here. And I like Rogers for this year. I just picked him in a 20 team league that we, I just did um, last weekend, picked him as the QB one. And I think that's an awesome player to get. I waited on quarterback a little bit and got him as my number one. We got him in the Scott fishbowl. That's right. Yep. I I like it. I think um, he still threw for 4,000 yards last year. 
Yeah. He's, he's not. It's just the touchdowns were slightly down. That's really what it is. So, And, and what's even funny is the year before that, 2018, did I say that right? Yeah, he was sixth. Yep. And the he had actually one less touchdown, but he had 4,400 yards yep. passing. So I don't think that is out of the possibility, like realm mm-hmm. of possibility at all. And what if, you know, crazy thing, Aaron, Aaron Jones scored a ton of touchdowns. Yep. What if he catches two more instead of rushing them in? You know, what if Devontae yep. Adams stays healthy the whole time and he catches five more touchdowns? I mean, yeah, I, it's not out of the realm of possibility that Aaron Rodgers could have a, for him, an average year. But for us, what we would say a bounce back year, which is crazy. And on top of that, tell me if you think this is wrong or right. But you do not think that he is going to be on a mission to prove oh, everyone. Yeah. Of course, he is. That I just Green Bay screwed him. Yeah, I think in, he's going to draft, and he's he's going to. Was he thirty six yet? Right, he's going to turn thirty seven. Yeah, he's going to be thirty December. I mean, he's he has time. He has years left. He's not done. So weird to say. Yeah, he does. He's not <laughs> thirty seven. Yeah. You young buck. <laughs> he can do it. Yeah. All right. I, I like I like the pick. Okay. He's not going to be my players, my love, but I love drafting him. Actually, I do like getting Aaron Rodgers. So. Man, we, we're going to be way too much in our drafts this year that we're looking to get this. No, you have Lamar. Great. Thank God. Yeah. You don't need Aaron Well, Rangers. I mean, I love Lamar more than Aaron You already Rogers. have him. You already yeah, have him. Yeah, I already him, have so him. Yeah, yeah. All right. I don't have to worry about that. All right. <laughs> I'll go my my first player on my list, my number five. I actually, I went with Adam Thielen. That's just, I've, I've changed. Great one. It's weird how this has evolved. My love for Adam Thielen has evolved over time. Like, I saw him from a distance at one point and I was like, eh, it's an attractive player, but. He, when when did, when did you really fall for him? I mean, did he bat his it, eyes at you? I became much more infatuated recently, <laughs> and part of it it's you can't look at last year's numbers and get anything out of that, right? Obviously, he was good early, got hurt, it just never never turned around. I mean, now that you have no Stephon Diggs there, Justin Jefferson is there. I think Justin Jefferson's a good player, but in Irv Smith, Kyle Rudolph, there's players that can get the ball. I just envision this just monster target season for Adam Thielen. I mean, even if the Vikings continue to run the ball like they like to do, I can still see, I can see 150 targets. I can see him getting 150 targets. If he gets 150 targets, his numbers are going to be terrific. And I can really, I can envision that 150 targets and you're getting him. I, again, this is, I'm going back to the 20 team league. He's my wide receiver one in that actually. I, 20 team league's hard to get, you know, you have to, it's it's hard to get some players. I had the pick of the first. So I'm at the end of the second, which is like almost pick. It's like pick 39. I got Adam Thielen, I think, in there. So I like Adam Thielen. I think the targets are just going to be just amazing this year. I'm not looking at last year's numbers at all to throw away last year. Don't worry about last year. Who is Kirk Cousins going to throw the ball to? It's going to be Adam Thielen. It's going to be Adam Thielen all day. Irv Smith might get an uptick in targets. I don't think that's going to take too much away from... I don't think anything's going to take you away from Thielen. So... 150 targets is gonna be an awesome year for Thielen again. So he's uh he's he's now become um one of my loves. I yeah I <laughs> yeah I agree with you. I think that he is. I don't and for whatever reason I think honestly it has more to do with the fact that we didn't get to see him a whole lot last year because of the injury. People kind of forgot really quickly. And on top yep. of that, you know, yep. for I I really like Justin Jefferson as well. But I think that adding um that threat on the other you know gonna, side of him, I think it helps him. Yep. So I think that's really, really good. So, yeah, I, I, I agree with you completely. I think he's very underrated. All right, number four. All right, number four, and I, I'm contemplating doing a almost video to this individual on his own because I think that um, I think it's kind of a hate-love thing at this point. Like either people are all on board or they're not yeah. at all, and they're wondering, like, why 
if you are in love with him, and I'm talking about Devin Singletary, why you're in love with him so much. And let me tell you why. <laughs> so I really like this guy. Um, he obviously went to the Buffalo Bills, and at the last half of uh, 2019, he really came into his own. He took over for Frank Gore, and he's going to have all the possibility in the world to prove and showcase himself. And yes, they did get Zach Moss. And yes, I do think that he is a talented back, but I don't think he is at the caliber that Devin Singletary is. And I don't think that um, he is going to be used 50-50. I think Zach Moss would have to do something very special in order to cut into you know more than, say, I don't know, a third of the touches. So last year, Devin Singletary, even though he really only started eight games, and was hurt for four of them. So I think he made an appearance in 12. He was still the running back 31. Uh, on top of that, Frank Gore had 166 attempts. Didn't do a whole lot with it, and there's nothing against Frank Gore. He's a, a legend. He's just getting up there in age. Um, he averaged 3.6 yards a carry. He only had two touchdowns. Um, you take a portion of that, you give it to Devin Singletary, and he can improve on those numbers. So even better from week nine, to 16 when he really dominated and we're talking about and that's exactly eight games so that'd be half of a season he was actually running back 16 so it showed what he was able Mm -hmm. to do very quickly in those games he had 131 rushing attempts for 600 yards one touchdown he uh, got targeted 29 times from Allen and he caught 20 of them for 144 yards and a touchdown Um, you times that out you know what I mean? Uh, by two, if he was actually able to do that, you're already looking at 1,200 yards. The touchdowns will come. Those are the ones that I think are very misleading. The fact that he only got two, um, yeah, that is going to be hurting his, you know, his stock. But then again, if he got six, seven touchdowns or whatever it may be, overloaded that statistic, and then all of a sudden he was ranked in the top 10 for running backs, everyone would know mm-hmm. how special this guy is. So I think you're getting him at a huge discount. And right now, what is he? Uh, what is he going for in fantasy? He is currently running at running back 26. So near the end of starting running backs, which I think is atrocious. And yes, he's not a burner. But if you watch his highlights, he is amazing at finding a hole, finding a crease, exploding through it. He plays far more athletic than any one combine stat would tell you. And his combine stats weren't, you know, overly impressive, but they weren't bad either. I, I really think the world of this guy, I think he is a very, very good running back. Um, he's going to do big things in, in Buffalo. So that is why I think that uh, I just love him. I, and I get him all the time because he's a great, you know. He's my number four. So it, it, it like everything you said in the value of him, right now ADP running back 28. So when people come to us and they question why we like Singletary so much and say, oh, Moss is going to do this and this. You know what? Maybe Moss does have, Moss will have a role. I'm not saying he's not going to have a role. He's going to have a role. But when you're getting Devin Singletary as the 28th running back, that's a no-brainer to me. Because the upside is just, I think the upside is it's huge. And you know what the downside is? You get a running back here which is your third, maybe fourth running back that doesn't pan out. And you guess what? That happens all the time. That's not a big deal. Here's some comments we had on Instagram where we did our breakout players list and Singletary made it. One of them, I don't understand the Singletary love. He has no upside. 
I mean, how does he have no upside? But this shows the... Yeah, I mean, I, I, have, I get it. I don't like some people as well. So that's just not someone you gravitate towards. Somebody wrote, I like both of you, including Singletary. People are sleeping. Good. <laughs> Another guy said Singletary is not a breakout. He's going to go for 1,100 total yards and seven total touchdowns. Well, that's also not terrible for where you're getting them. 1,100 yards and seven touchdowns? It's but, not It's not what I... I'd like him to have bigger numbers. But 1,100 yards and seven touchdowns. At, yeah, where are you running drafted? Back, him, at running back good. 28, that's perfectly yeah. fine. With, nothing wrong with that. I'm a believer in Singletary. I like that person. Um, what's this last one? Oh, I... Geis plus Singletary equals trash. <laughs> I take no uh, ill will towards that one. The Geis one is funny. Uh, but yeah, so no, and no, he's no, all over the board. No, it bums me out about this too. Is it okay? Even if you didn't believe in him necessarily, if you're drafting him at 28, that means someone there, at least two of these players would have to go over him. Cam Akers, DeAndre, DeAndre, DeAndre Swift, Kareem Hunt, Sony Michelle, Geis, Jordan Howard, Ronald Jones, Damian Williams, J.K. Dobbins, Keyshawn Vaughn. What two of those people are you drafting over him? Even if he fell right at 26, when you're kind of like, okay, and David Montgomery would have to go in front of him. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, which, you know, I don't have a problem with necessarily, but these are all, I feel like people think it's a foregone conclusion where I honestly think that because he was in Buffalo, not enough people saw him play. All right, so that was number four for each of us. Let's go to your number three then. Number what do we three. Got? <laughs> All right, number three. Um, I don't have to talk at length about this individual, but I really love Le'Veon Bell this year. Look, he, last year he finished as the 21st running back. Right now he's ranked as the 24th. Uh, and for all the reasons I've listed before, their offensive line got better. Mm-hmm. They have uh, – they you know, have more wide receivers and hopefully Darnold will be healthy because he missed quite a few games, which obviously does not help Bell. Um, So just with those two alone, it should help his yards per average, which was abysmal. But at the same time, even when he was not playing all that well and the Jets were not playing all that well, he still finished almost in the top 20. He almost finished a, you know, a number two running back. And he got all the carries in the world, all the catches. They were trying to work him into the offense. They're going to do that again. They're going to be more successful. Even if he doesn't light the world on fire and return to Pittsburgh, I think that he is an easy number 15 guy. And if it's PPR especially, jump on this one because he's going to have a lot of catches. Um, And it's the only way Darnold is going to be, uh, you know, anything more than what he's already been the first couple of years. So they know they need him. They paid a lot of money for him. They want him there. Le'Veon Bell is going to have a better a better year. And I think the year off, the prior year, yeah, he came out a little rusty, but I think it actually helped him because he was able to make it through an entire year. So I like the health benefit as well. So I love the value, of course, as always. But I also love um, Le'Veon Bell's uh, recent tweets. I just, I just, I don't know. I mean, this shouldn't factor into anything, but I actually do not know them. So, so he just wrote, um, I've yet to play my best football. Literally though, my best football is still coming. <laughs> Get him <laughs> bell. Right. Get him. Does that make you, yeah, uh, Hey, you know what? Fist pumping over here. It shouldn't, it shouldn't. Um, and then he just said, uh, I'm a ticking time bomb. I'm about ready to launch. So I, I don't understand the two, but I, I like it. <laughs> don't either, but you know what? Time the bombs are usually launched. Wait, <laughs> you say whatever you want. It's Bell. all right, man. I'm, I'm backing right. you 100 right. so this year. I love the value on Bell. Again, can't go wrong. So I'm gonna. I have a similar player, I guess, at three, and I went Todd Gurley, another guy people think is uh, thinks washed up and 
It's over for him, right? And that's, I don't think that's the case. I honestly truly don't. I don't think the knee was as big of a deal last year. I truly just believe it is the, it's, it's, it was the offensive line. It was terrible over there in Los Angeles. It was, I, I don't have the numbers in front of me right now, um, but his, his one thing that really can show how bad that line was is his uh, basically yards before contact. Like, like he barely, it went down so much from year to year and he got hit so much earlier in the backfield than he did the year before. I don't know what happened. That's the one thing you never quite know in NFL's offensive lines. And no one saw that fall coming, right? Like you didn't see it that drastic. I believe that's what it was. I truly just believe somehow, yeah, maybe there's something there, but this guy still, he's, he turns 26 in a couple of weeks or he's that he's not, he's not this old washed up player. I know the knees become an issue, but that offensive line was so poor last year. He still got 12 touchdowns out of that season. He's going to a better offense, probably a better offensive line, most likely, right? And I just believe you're getting Todd Gurley. Let's see here. Running back 15. Todd Todd Gurley. Like, we, it, man, we move on quick in the NFL, don't we? In fantasy football. It is crazy to think. Like, we're talking about Bell and we're talking about Gurley. And you can get them as your two and your three. That's insane. What happened? And neither of them are that old yet. I think there's something left. I, girl, he's he's twenty, he's twenty five right now. He's twenty five years old. I know he's so young. He's so much younger than us, Jeff. <laughs> so true. If Todd Gurley's washed up, what's what's that mean for us? <sighs> That's why we quit uh, rec league basketball. <laughs> <laughs> Got old, but I'm not that old. Like, uh, but Gurley's not that. He's not to our level yet. No, he's still a very young guy, and I agree with you so much that I put him at number two. There we go. So yeah, uh, the only thing I will add is this has happened to him before, and I've made this point on the show before. But he, you know, when you look at it, yes, he had thirty less carries than he did the year before. Uh, but he also, you know, he had seventeen. He had a monster year. It's two years in a row where he went for thirteen hundred yards, twelve hundred yards, thirteen touchdowns, seventeen touchdowns, and that's not even including catching any. That's just rushing, which is pretty crazy. He's still at twelve. A lot. And I do worry about that being in Atlanta. You know, do they use him the same way? Does he get, you know, double digit touchdowns? That's really up to the offensive coordinator. Um, I think that they will. I think they, they got him for a reason. It'll help help out Matty Ice and, and Julio, which what I love about that too is I mean, Julio has never been a huge touchdown maker. I mean, he, he's obviously one of the greatest wide receivers in my mind to ever play the game. He's a physical freak, but Everyone gives him so much attention that he, he hasn't put up big numbers like Antonio Brown did or even, you know, uh, Kelvin did when he was playing. And you can go down the list. I mean, Kelvin Ridley uh, is kind of up there with touchdowns the last few years as far as he did. So I think that they could use a running back that knows how to operate in the red zone better. And they did really, really well when, when they had a uh, kind of a younger Freeman, if you will. We thought Tevin Coleman was going to be the natural progression. It hasn't worked out the last few years. So I think Todd Gurley is going to be the kind of the guy to take those reins and really show um, what that offense could do. Um, but at the same time, yeah, he's incredibly young. His carries did go down by 30. And the big drop-off you can see is yards per average, yards per carry. Went from yeah. 4.9 to 3.8. And that's when people lost their minds. But I will remind that, you. that offensive line? I'm telling you. Yeah, I will remind you. 2015, when he was a rookie, he averaged 4.8 yards a carry. Lit the league on fire. We're like, wow, this guy is a freak. The very next year, 
dropped all the way down to 3.2. And everyone was like, he is washed up. Oh, my gosh. It was all the line, right? right? Like, they were so good last year. The very next year, he jumped back up to 4.7, scored yeah. 13 touchdowns, hit 1,300 yards. Exactly. At this point, he has to just be like, everyone shut the – because yeah. I am that good of a running back. Well, so I, I pulled up uh, – so playerprofiler.com has some great numbers on there. And don't exactly know how they calculate this, but in 20, 2018, he had um, the 12th best uh, – his team had the 12th best run blocking efficiency when he ran the ball. So right, right. 12th best. Uh, 2019, it was 49th best. As he was the 49th best running back. Like, oh, with, with, oh. like, I like said, not the best, but like, that's like shows there's 48 other running backs that had better run blocking than him on yeah, his carries. I believe in the year before only 11 running backs had better run blocking. 40, 48 running backs had better run blocking. Well, it showed too, because he wasn't the only one that, that, yeah was hurt by this, right? Yep. I mean, Goff took a giant step back. Yep. Every single wide receiver was hurt by this. They went from being a dominant, you know, competing for the title team to maybe squeaking into the playoffs. Yep. Like, it was a big, big, you know, downfall. Yep. So, yeah, that's uh, – I think it's a good pick for Gurley. So, all right. I'm going to go with another running back here at number two. And so we have a lot of running backs on the list, running back heavy this year. And yep. that's that's fine. That's just how it played out this year. But I went with a rookie and – I, this this probably could have been a player we haven't talked about even on our last episode. I went with Jonathan Taylor. And I really have come around on Jonathan. Not even come around. I've liked Jonathan Taylor. I've come around enough where I think Jonathan Taylor is going to be my number one pick in our dynasty now. I think it's going to happen. It does not bother me at so, all. So I really believe, okay, Marlon Mack, this is the thing. If Without Marlon Mack, Jonathan Taylor is probably top 10, right? Yeah. Obviously. I think he's, he, I think he's good enough. The offensive line is good enough. I think everything about this team could make him a, a great, a great player this year. What I'm loving about it again, it's always value for me, right? And I think he has very pretty good value. This is the, one of the first times in a while you could get what could be one of the better rookie running backs for a good price. You're not really going too crazy. He it has gone up a little bit. He's still consensus wise like the 20th running back, but you're getting him around the David Johnsons, the James Connors, David Montgomerys, you know those kind of players. I okay, Marlon Mack, I think, was a fine player. I don't think Marlon Mack was obviously anything special. The Colts don't think Marlon Mack was anything special. You don't go draft the Jonathan Taylor if you think Marlon Mack's special. You just don't do it. And Mack will be used. This whole thing ends up being how quickly does Taylor completely take over? And I think it's going to be a lot earlier than I think it could be. COVID screws this whole thing up, right? <laughs> Maybe he doesn't get as much opportunity. But I love the value. And some of this can be, I guess sort of in my keeper auction mindset of maybe the price isn't crazy and you can get him as a keeper. We'll see how that plays out. You never know. But I think it's good value for a guy who could potentially be a very good running back, just a very, very good running back. I guess the thing with Taylor is it's not, it shouldn't affect this year, but he had a lot of workload in college where it might not, his his career might not be long, right? But I think that's not going to matter right now, but he's also probably the most NFL ready. And he doesn't need probably a huge priest running backs in general. Don't really need rookie running backs. Don't need a lot to know a lot. Honestly, where's the hole? Where, where's the run? Go? Where's the hole? Find it. Go boom. And he's good enough player where I think I, I like his value. So I've just come around big time on Taylor where I'm starting to target him in drafts and look for him. And he's on his way to number two for me. Yeah. He, he worries me because of the max. And I think yeah. it'll be a 50, 50 split. I do, and I think 
you know, because of the things you said, I think that is still going to be well worth um, his value. And to your point, he did have a lot of work in college, right? He had 926 attempts. That is, you know, and that's in three years. That is a crap ton. Yeah. Um, you know, we could dig into that more and talk about like who really hasn't had a lot of touches and, and you know, blah, blah, blah. But um, so does he have a little more wear and tear? Yes. But this guy's an absolute freak of nature when you're talking about athletes. I think this guy is the real deal. I think they'll split carries because most teams do now. It's just the way it works. But I don't think he'll take away from anything. And he is the much bigger back. I think he'll be around the goal line as well. And for being so big, he is insanely fast like he mm-hmm. will break some big runs this year he's gonna be a lot of fun i really really like him and you know i i am not that crazy if you have a if you have a dynasty pick and you're number one everyone kind of just assumed it was gonna be you know a lair i i don't feel i don't feel that pick right now look I, I get it if you wanted to go that way i totally get it because right off the bat you think that he has more opportunity to score and do whatever but i i really like jonathan taylor and i'll tell you Honestly, J.K. Dobbins is in there for me. If you don't need a running back right away, Mm -hmm. he is one year away from being in a Lamar Jackson offense where I think this guy will absolutely shine. I think all three of those guys will be very valuable. There's just not because there's not a wide receiver. say dynasty. There's not the wide receiver I want. And even though I said um, he has all that workload, Taylor does. Do you really? I mean, he might not have as many years, but in dynasty, I think people overlook, think about the future too much. If you're drafting a running back, don't you shouldn't plan? No, no, you (laughs) should. You have a get, you get three some, years of yeah, being a monster, exactly. and then we'll look figure at, it out. Look at Todd Gurley, apparently, right? Like, oh yeah. yeah. I mean, I think yeah, like we think <laughs> it's fine, but you know, it's what happens. So All it right. is, yeah. All right, so where are we at? Number number one. Here My number go. one. I'm going to go with another running back. I tell you, I I fell in love with a lot of running backs, and the truth is about this year, I don't feel overly confident about any wide receiver. And I don't think anyone's I, being overly over like overly. No, I, what a, what a there well was guys like thing. I could have put Diggs. I could have put some others. Yeah, and I just didn't. F- I'm kind of like I like them. Yeah, but I didn't want to do it. Yeah, no, I would say yeah, both. I liked them, but I wasn't in love with any of yep. them. And I didn't want to put anyone like obviously Kelsey, Lamar, Mahomes, yep, yep. Michael Thomas. Love all of them, but I'm not going to put them up there. The other guy that I'm going to say I am falling in love with is Miles Sanders. So second year uh, for the Eagles, this guy was everything that they said he was going to be. And I came out pretty pessimistic about him last year, being like, I don't think he's going to come out and be the guy right away. They had other running backs. They were trying Mm -hmm. to, you know. But by the second half of the year, he really established himself. His rookie year, you have 179 rushes, over 800 yards, 4.6 yards a carry, three, uh, you know, toting the ball, three catching the ball touchdown-wise. This guy was just really sensational. He was the best weapon on that team at the end of the year. And yes, did they add a little bit of depth at wide receiver in the draft and and whatnot? Yes, they did. But I think that they're shaping up to mold around him. He's a good enough quarterback to do whatever he needs to do. I think they throw to him a lot. And that is one of the things I really, really love about him. You say 179 rushes, I'm already, you know, getting tingles, 800 yards as a rookie. I'm like, okay, yeah. Wasn't even the (laughs) starter for part of the time. But I look at the receiving numbers and I'm like, okay, this guy could be the real deal. This guy could be the all-around running back we all love. He was targeted 63 times. He caught 50 balls, 500 yards for three touchdowns. (laughs) And I don't know, how many games did he start? I don't even know, but say half or whatever, because they had Jordan Howard too, right? Yeah. Oh, and yeah. Jordan was the, Howard was getting a lot of work. And he was the goal line guy too. So yep. Miles Sanders, I think, 
you know, he already broke out. I didn't put him on any of these lists mm-hmm. because he did that good last year. Um, and where did he finish? He finished as 15th. Yeah. The 15th best running back last year, which is pretty impressive. And this year, uh, he's going as the 10th. Well, he's in the top 10, so I get if you like someone else better. But I think this guy is really, really special. I think he's really good, too. Um, I guess the only reason he's not in my love list anymore is just because I, I, mean, I say value every single time, don't I? But that's all I'm about is the value. Yeah. And he's just running back 10 now. So it's – I get it. It's – it's a prob- it's a good spot, but it's just not as much. Like I don't feel as uh, excited. I, I I need to find value everywhere. So I hundred percent agree. <laughs> but I, but I, he's a great player. I have yes. nothing wrong with it. And- I, I think that he is, and I would have to look this up on ADP. I'm kind of shooting off the cuff. But the big names, right? You have Chris McCaffrey, yeah. Barkley, Elliott, uh, Henry, Kamara, and Delvin Cook. Right? Those yep. guys will go ahead of him. And then you have Mixon, Chubb, and Jacobs. Look. I like all three of those guys. I think they're very, very talented individuals. But you can make a very good Chubb, argument against them. Chubb has a lot more competition. Kareem Hunt's a good player. And I think if if Kareem Hunt wasn't there, Chubb would probably be mm-hmm. the guy I'm like I'm getting in every single yep. draft because he is a monster. Josh Jacobs, also very good. Joe Mixon, also very good. But once again, Josh Jacobs, he missed three games last year. Um, you're on a Raiders team, not all that good. They will give you enough. But, hey, he was – you know, he didn't finish that far ahead of Miles Sanders, and it, it was his job the entire last year. Nick Chubb, you have Kareem Hunt. Joe Mixon, you're on a bad team again. He, you know, the fact that he did as well as he did last year was unbelievable. Right. Will it be any better? I don't know. And then Delvin Cook, obviously he has injury concerns. Derrick Henry, he had one amazing, amazing year, so I would mm-hmm. obviously draft him ahead of him. But he, um, God, like, that, that contract has he done it before? For the yeah. Yeah. So it, there's a lot to to love about yep. Miles Sanders and and who knows we'll see what happens when we get a little closer to uh, to to drafts and whatnot. But uh, he's one guy that I'm like I'm just waiting for him to be there. You know, especially on the turn for like round I don't know whatever it is late round two or or round three would be a phenomenal. All right, number one for me. Oh God, you don't have to get this guy at the. The turn at two or three. You're good to not get him there. I don't know why I expected anything different. I totally, I didn't even think it was going to be him. As soon as you started smiling, I was like, oh. Jordan Howard, right? <laughs> yeah, Jordan Howard. So Everyone knew. Him? Everyone oh, knew. Right. So his name, um, he plays for Washington. I'll say that. I don't know if they have another name other than Washington. Haskins. <laughs> <laughs> it's Darius Geis. I mean. That's all I gotta say, right? I mean, I guess there's probably new people listening. I guess I shouldn't just yeah. Give think, us the rundown. I shouldn't just think everyone's listening every week. So that's the problem with guys. This is such a gut feeling. This is the problem. I have every single week. We do a every single week. We do an episode of a list of breakouts or I mean, he's is this like three weeks in a row? Guys has made my list probably for something. I don't even know anymore at this point. And the problem is, and this is the problem I have. I don't have a lot to back this up. <laughs> I just don't I love him as number one. He You're has like, like 50 career carries. He's played five games. I I mean, is that I'm I'm right on all that. I believe I should. I'm the number one five. Darius Geist fan in the world. <laughs> you are you are the so, only person in this fan club. So I mean, I am a huge, huge fan of Darius Geist. He has 42 career carries. That is it. 42. He's turned them into 245 yards. He had basically one good, really good game, right? I think it's just one one was pretty awesome. <laughs> Well, I mean, he only <laughs> that is twenty percent of his games are amazing. Exactly. <laughs> so he did, he did really, really good. It was 
Week four of week four of last year, he went against Carolina. He had only ten carries. He turned it 129 yards and two touchdowns. I mean, week four. His his fourth game was week thirteen. Yeah, he was injured again. And that is the crazy. <laughs> part. Yeah, that is the crazy part. The injury thing is always going to be the question mark. But I do have to give you this: you look at his numbers and what he was able to do in the NFL, and what he was able to do in say preseason and the hype leading up to it. And you wouldn't be that like no one's going to call you crazy to be like, wow, he has a real possibility of being just mm-hmm. uh, a great running back if he can stay healthy. And he's running back 31 in consensus ranks right now. That's the, that's the beauty of it. That's why I love it so much. It's you're getting the potential number one. No, I'm, number one's a little excessive maybe, I guess. For sure, two. You're getting a guy who can be a really great running back for little price. He's going right with Jordan Howard. They're back. They're back to back. What I is mean, his? What is his ADP though? If he was thirty-one, uh, uh, thirty. But. It looks like thirty. It looks like he's thirty right now. No, um, but it, like overall, do you know? Um, overall, I don't have that. <laughs> I tried to type his name in as Garius. So let's see here. Overall, you got guys at down the list a little bit. If I can find him, I can't find him. You make put me on the spot here. Yeah, that's my bad. Um, he's uh. 75th currently, 75th ADP. Okay. So, sure. So, seventh round, you can get a running back that could possibly lead the backfield for Washington. Yep. I mean, I, I, I don't doubt the talent. I really don't. The question is, who else will be there? And nobody. We've talked <laughs> about this. <laughs> that's actually, I think that's actually true. I think seventh round was when you began to be like, uh oh. The funny thing is, I've had a few drafts lately. I don't get Geis. He goes before, like right. I would get him also, hopefully the next round. He's, I guess I'm not the only one. That's where you can pick up Aaron Rodgers too. So I'm not the only one who sees true talent and sees the true vision of what is going to happen this year. He was, he was drafted. I mean, it was only, I mean, what, two years ago? He was drafted in the second round. They really yeah. did think he was going to be Maybe big time. Maybe I'm holding out hope because he's on my dynasty team and I wasted a first round pick on him a couple <laughs> years ago and I need it to work out. So we'll see. There, Darius Geis, three weeks in a row has made a n- number one on my list on something. Undervalued breakout and then players we love. So pretty good. Pretty good um, pretty good couple of weeks for Darius Geis there. He should be proud. Yeah, uh, if we do two more weeks, he's actually play, or been on this podcast more <laughs> than he's played in the NFL. So that's good. That's true. That's true. All right. That's it. I don't think Geis will make a list next week unless I make a new episode that puts a reason for him we to We have there. to now. He's got to at least get the, the top five. <laughs> but, all right. That will do it for today. Talk to you guys next week.